live from Indianapolis, Indiana. Welcome to the Crossroads Sports Radio Show, presented by Scott K. Nichols and State Farm Insurance. And now, here's your hosts, Brandon Reef and Jonathan Birdsong. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Crossroads Sports Radio, episode number 279. I'm your host, Brandon Reef. Be joined momentarily by my co-host, Jonathan Birdsong. We've got a good show for you tonight. We're going to talk NFL. We've got a lot to talk about around the league. Colts, my Steelers, uh, the Chiefs. We've got a lot of news and notes from around the NFL to talk tonight. Um, We've got College Football Championship Week review. Uh, Myself and Jonathan talking the review from the championship games. The college football playoff controversy, what happened with that. Um, we'll talk that this evening as well. And um, um, no bull pick them tonight. No bull picks. Uh, we've got those saved for some future shows coming up. We'll get the bull games out there. Um, but we'll talk that. We've got college basketball update. Um, talking about the teams in our state, Ball State, IU, the Boilermakers of Purdue. We'll talk that. And as well as the NBA, the association, the in-season tournament, the Pacers, we'll talk them. We'll talk where they're at. Um, we had some strong words on Sunday night, myself and Jonathan. Uh, we'll talk, we'll kind of recap that a little bit and talk a little more. But uh, yes, very, very, very big uh, <clears throat> uh, show this evening, about an hour and 15 minutes or so this tonight. Uh, but I couldn't do this hour 15 by myself. We got my guy right here, JB. John, the bird song, how are you? Man, you know, fighting through traffic, man. But here we are, man. Uh, another Wednesday, man, to just kind of report back uh, from crazy world, the crazy world of sports, man, because, you know, this past couple of days, was, right, have been like a total, you know what I'm saying, uh, explosion, whether it's college football or, or you know, saying the Pacers would have said home or, heck, even the Colts. And, you know what I'm saying, here in Indy. So, I'm like, man, I know we got a more, more – and it's more than just – the sports war is more than just that, man, because, you know, they had a bad call last night in the Phoenix Sun Lakers game. But, man, Brandon, like, this is – this is like sports uh, – I don't know, man, sports Christmas, right? Um, yeah, yeah, it's – uh, you know, I, I saw the – when we get to the NBA, I, I don't think it's a life-changing, altering, oh, my God – we need to go review this type of play last night in the Laker game. I saw it this morning. I sure as hell didn't that stay up with it. Call. That was a terrible but call. It, it, ha- it happens all around the league. But we'll we'll cover the, the Pacers. We'll talk them in our second segment tonight. Um, or third, sorry, third segment. First segment tonight, we're going to talk NFL, and then college football will be segment number two. Um, so you've got us for the next hour and a half, hour and 15 minutes. Kick back, relax. Let's enjoy the show. John, I want to dive right into the NFL. Um, Thursday night, Cowboys and the Seahawks had a hell of a game. Cowboys won 41-35. Dallas moves to 9-3. and three. Uh, They've got a big one at home this week against the Eagles. Eagles took it on the chin from the 49ers. 49ers have to be the best team now in the league, you think, John, when everybody's healthy. They, they stopped the Eagles, and they've stomped the Cowboys. Uh, like I said, good good pickup win. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Playing a decent Seattle team. Seattle kept them honest, man. I, I think a lot of people thought 
that they were just kind of going to get zip-tied, and that didn't happen, man. But, uh, like, no, man, Dallas is peaking, and Philadelphia is, is kind of limping around right now, man. And, and uh, actually, even with even with Dallas peaking, the San Francisco 49ers, man, they look like the best team in the league because they, they, they got a defense that's just like punking that guys, right? And they and like, and like, Brandon, like, uh, at least for the first half, man, McCaffrey looked like an MVP candidate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. From a running back position, it's crazy, man. So, um, it's, got, it's getting juicy, man, because, like, man, we, we kind of thought, you know, Philadelphia had it on cruise control for the for the NFC, man, and now, you know what I'm saying, there's a little bit of a pushback, a little bit of a question, man. Um, I don't know what, you know what I'm saying, we, who who wins this game this weekend? You kind of like that. You kind of you, you have to like Dallas' uh, odds to get it, get the, get it done. Uh, and if they do get it done, then shouldn't Dak Prescott be the MVP? Or, you know what I'm saying, the lead dog for sure? I think he's having his best season of his career. So I think you have to he has to be up there in that uh in that realm. As much as we dogged him last year. And not just us, but everybody in the media. Right. So I I mean and then you know, but you know the Eagles are gonna come out they're gonna come out, you know what I'm saying, with something to prove. And I don't think Dallas Dallas though Dallas does have a good defense. I don't think they have defense like like the you know what I'm saying, what what the forty nine are capable of, man. So they're gonna have to beat them a different type of way. Yeah, and I mean Philly. I mean, but John Philly, they they they've they've got the uh, the maniac. I mean, that changes it all, right? Um, man, I don't know, man. <laughs> he, 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 there, listen, man, there is. There, well, here's the thing, man. There was a there was a market for him from playoff teams, so you can't say that. Um, Two but teams. There, Two teams. there's this. Nah, Dallas was interested. I guess I don't know what the what the. I don't even, yeah, I don't Dallas was Philly. That was it. I thought there was interest from San Francisco. I thought I had heard that from from like Schefter or something. I bet Darius doesn't Francisco. play more than twenty five percent of the snaps. Well, yeah, it, it kind of with him. He was kind of complaining about the scheme that he was in. You know what I mean? So you know, but he's got to be. I mean, they're expecting him to be an impact player, even in the, the limited time that you know what I'm saying he's going to be playing. So, uh, you know, Philadelphia is a good landing spot. Um, looking around the rest of the league, Texans continue to win. They're seven and five. John, they beat the Broncos. Uh, they lost Tank Dell on that uh, horrific uh, uh, broken leg on a uh, blocking play at the goal line uh, for C.J. Stroud. But Texans win. They move to seven and five. Um, they are now tied for second with the Indianapolis Colts, who also won. Um, the Colts. Uh, the Colts had a victory over the Titans in overtime. Uh, Minshew Mania threw it up, kind of like how I wish the Steelers would at times. And uh, Pitt, uh, or Alex Pierce came down with it. They kicked a field goal and win. With Jacksonville losing, John, the Colts are only one game. Jen Houston are both just one game back of the division. And you got a injured right. Trevor Lawrence. So the door's not shut. It's it's open, and it's it's just peaking a little bit to where they have that opportunity. Yeah, and – um, get, you got Coach Sykin, you know what I'm saying, learning on the job. You, you see what you have from a fan standpoint. You see what you have in a, in a play caller. You see, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, he has the confidence to go for it on fourth down. That ain't going to change, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Um, and he's, and he's, he's not, you know what I'm saying, not scared to make a make a, 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 a critical decision. They they cut it there for a reason, man. Because he was holding up, he was holding the team the defense back. Um, they got they got some big time play from some from uh, from from the wideout core uh, in this game. 
Uh, Garland Minshew was up and down. He was more up in this game than he was down, man. So I'm I'm not going to drag him. He, he he's Brandon. He's putting together a pretty good resume where either the Colts are going to give him another con- contract, a year contract, or another team. You know what I'm saying? You wouldn't mind to have Minshew Mania in, in your in your in this new NFL where you kind of need to have like two starting quarterbacks. You know what I'm saying? Going forward, you need to kind of have starting. But like, um, no man, great win. They didn't have Jonathan Taylor. They barely they they damn they they really needed him because like the, the running game wasn't that wasn't you know what I'm saying astoundingly great not 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 not, not at all, um, but I, what I will say is man Brandon like, <laughs> do, they, do the Colts really want to win these games? Are they really trying to flirt with the with the playoffs? Or I do think you they wanna, are. Like, I think they are. But like, but like Brandon, you already see. I know I'm getting ready to tell you, I like I know we I know we talking pro football, but like we get ready to see all these college guys. Man, you want some of that? Some of those guys, uh, you know, what I'm saying an opportunity <laughs> at a Marvin Harris Jr. But like, but like, and if you're flirting with the with the playoffs, man, as the Colts are right now, you know, you, you're going a little bit further down away from the Marvin Harris Juniors or the or the Drake Mays of the world. So, um, but like, no, nah, man, you know, this ain't no tankathon. Every, you know, what I'm saying like I say, if Gardner Mitchell is playing for a contract for next year, they're trying to win games. As is, you know, what I'm saying all these other guys who are trying to get uh, get the, the other wide out, who's trying to get a, a he just take seventeen, eighteen million dollars a year, his his darn stuff. So, um, but yeah, mm-hmm. man, flirt with the cloud. It's good for the city. You can say that for darn sure. It puts a stamp on that, and it, like I said, puts a stamp on this coaching staff, and and like, and like I said, the direction of this team. Um, Jaguars eight and four lead division by one. They play the Browns this week, who are seven and five, tied with the Steelers, Colts, uh, Texans. Um, then they play home against the Ravens. So, I mean, then they got the Bucks, Carolina, and Tennessee. Um, but, uh, I mean, with the Browns and the Ravens, those are two going to be two big games there for uh, for Jacksonville, depending on what the Colts can do. Because the Colts themselves, John, it's kind of – they're kind of in that playoff mode right now, if you think about it. They got Cincinnati this week, who's nipping at their heels after their shocking win at 6-6. Six and six. Then you play playoff team – uh, you're tied with right now Pittsburgh in week 15. Then you're at Atlanta, who right now is leading the the NFC South division. You're home against the Raiders. Raiders aren't the greatest, but I mean they're at least making some strides. They're five and seven, only two games back of you. Um, but then you have uh, 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 you finish with Houston, and that's going to be a big game. And I know you've already beaten Houston, but this Houston game I feel like is a little bit different from the week two version of Houston that you played. Uh, their defense is back. They had some guys hurt when I went looked uh, that first game. They had a few guys, their defensive guys, out. So And Stroud has matured more as the season's gone on. So um, if you ask me now, do I think the Indianapolis Colts make the playoffs? I'm going to say yes, they do. Um, wow. I think, I think they do, John, um, because if I'm sitting here looking at this conference, um, <clears throat> you've, you, you've got three spots. And you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams for three spots. And I'm just talking about the six and six teams and up. So from the bottom, you've got Buffalo, Cincy, and Denver, all at six and six. Okay, Their conference records are trash, so that's the problem for them. Houston, seven and five. Indy, seven and five. Cleveland, seven and five. Pittsburgh, seven and five. Cleveland's on the decline. Um they they're on the decline. They just lost a rough one this past week. Pittsburgh Pittsburgh's on the decline. We'll talk about that a little bit more. But um, they're on the decline. So I, and and in Houston 
Houston, really your battle there. And then you got Denver and Cincy. You play Cincy this week, so you can get yourself another game up, a two-game edge there, and then Buffalo. So I think the writing's on the wall for the Colts. I think I think they make it, John. I really do. It'll be a good success story. It'll take some of the, uh, you know what I'm saying, to put a big signing, you know what I'm saying, silver lining. What a year uh, it's been. Wrap up for the season. Uh, because, it, you know what I'm saying, it'll take away from that craziness we had last year with, with Jeff Saturday being the head coach. It'll definitely mm. take away from, you know what I'm saying, any other little zaniness that, you know what I'm saying, Ursay kind of had said, you know what I'm saying, in that interview, when it was, you know what I mean, and anything else. So I, I, I'm forward to winning. I am. But I know they need more uh, going further. And, um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely forward to winning. So, like, flirting with the playoffs, yeah, let's go. Minshew Mania. Um, moving ahead to the Colts or to to the Steelers, sorry. Uh, Steelers bad loss at home to a two and ten Cardinals team, twenty four to ten. Pickett got hurt, hurt the ankle. Uh, he had surgery. Um, there is talk that he could shut it down, be done for the rest of the season. If that's the case, you're going to have the Mitchell Trubisky slash Mason Rudolph experience to try to lead you to a playoff spot that I just don't see it happening, John. Um, I'm ready to cancel the season. Um, There's several factors into this. Um, I am at the first point in my life as a Steeler fan since I was a wee little boy. Wait a minute. What? No, go ahead. I'll say go ahead. Okay. Since I was a wee little boy, John, I, with Mike Tomlin, 17 years, Mike Tomlin, I'm starting to think, John, that it may be time to at least look and see what possibly culture change time it is for the Steelers. I don't know if you can trust Kenny Pickett. I still, I I mean, there's no verdict on Pickett still, and he's hurt, and you're not going to get an answer the rest of this year, which sucks, so... I think you have to give Pickett one more year to see if he's the guy or if he's not the guy. If he's not the guy, here's the thing. Mike Tomlin's always went into his final season with a contract. He's already, he's, his contract's always been extended before his final year. He, they have, the Steelers have not extended his contract, and he's got last, next year's his last year. There's talks that he may resign. There's talks that he may just be Done with football in general. There's talks that the Steelers should inquire of a trade. There's going to be six, seven, eight different positions opened up for head coach Sean last year that maybe he's a value you get for Tomlin. I mean, it's out there because the Broncos uh, or the Saints got a first round pick for this year and 23 first round pick, 2024 second round pick. So if you got that mm-hmm. for them, you, I think you got to at least see what Tomlin. This is because, John, if you don't know, if you've got it with you might as well just say, hey, we're going to blow it up. We're going to start fresh. we got to start somewhere. My problem is with Mike, and I, I like Mike. I do. But it's starting to creep in my head the more and more I hear about it. Pittsburgh Sports Radio, the, the, the newspaper articles I'm reading, 17 years. He's been there forever. John, the Steelers haven't won a playoff game since 2016. That was their last win. Um if anything, there needs to at least be a warm slash hot seat for Mike. At least a warm seat. Um, I'm worried about the locker room. 
players aren't happy. Even when they win, they're not happy. They're bitching. They're complaining, whatnot. Right. Uh, the the Steelers beat writer, I was listening on my way home tonight to him on the radio, Spitzer Fort Radio. They talk about typically the Steeler locker room. Everybody's like, you know, playing cards or laughing around, joking, hanging out. These guys are leaving quick. They're leaving early. He's dead. Locker room. Nobody's happy. Nobody talks to each other. They don't stay and, and, and mingle or do this. They're pissed off at the media. Everybody's doing something. Deontay Johnson's celebrating a fucking touchdown when you're down by 20-something still in the fourth quarter this past Saturday. Um, Deont- or, uh, J- Jalen Warren says, well, we weren't prepared for Arizona. And then Mike comes out and says, well, no, no, it wasn't that. We just, uh, we, we just didn't come. Uh, we, 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 we practiced, and you know, it just it didn't go our way. And then the very next day, Deontay Johnson comes out yesterday and says, yeah, we, we weren't prepared. We took him easy. We took him light. We didn't even prepare for him. John, I'm seeing cracks in the armor for Pittsburgh, and I understand it's – everybody tells me, oh, it's the tradition. The traditions have been bucked before with different – times and different places and different people i think it i'm not saying it's time for mike but it's getting close i think there should be a warm seat somebody explained to me well you should be happy because you you know they've always had a winning record what but what does that do for you nine and eight oh it's one game what does so if he instead of nine and eight was seven and nine or eight and nine or whatever you know like that doesn't change anything it's still you'd be still upset the way he performed there. And I think it's a crock for this stupid streak that they're doing. And and it makes perfect sense from the sports writer listeners I'm listening to in Pittsburgh. It makes perfect clarity. If Kenny's not the guy next year, you got to move on from him. And at that point, if you can't get somebody in there and you don't feel like Tomlin's the guy and he doesn't want to resign, then maybe you just kind of change both. You changed your general manager for the first time in 20 years last year with Omar Khan coming in for Kevin Colbert. Brandon, they they will never fire Mike Tomlin. No, 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 they will not. They will either trade Mike for for compensation draft picks, and I think Mike would be open to that, or they'll have Mike um, they'll have Mike resign. The problem with the contract, and we they looked into it. If Mike resigns, he can't coach another program for two years, so he would have to go into TV or just completely program. sit out. Yes. And we know, so, because we know he ain't going to college. So he's like, man, I'm, unless I'm Pittsburgh would, unless Pittsburgh would decide, hey, we're going to drop that stipulation in your contract. That's the only way. Uh, but I think they would try to get compensation with a trade, because um, NFL coaching trades are not. I mean, they're not not uncommon. Mm-hmm. I, but this team sucks. This team to... sucks. They're terrible. Um, I don't want them to be in the playoffs. I think the season's over, especially if you right, got Mitch Trubisky. Be... No, mm-hmm. so it's a wrap. It is a wrap. So, so, so again, man. So, like, can I get to go see him in two weeks in Indianapolis? I think this team kind of held on along along to you know what I'm saying along to to some other some of his of his pieces. The quarterback yep. Ben should have. I get it, man. I mean, you know, but you can't. You gotta let Ben Rock. You had to let Ben Rocker figure out. You know what I'm saying? What you know what I'm saying? When he wanted to go, all that. Matt Canada. That's out the way too. And now, you know what I'm saying, it's kind of – I get what you're kind of saying, but, like, I'm, well, I'm going to tell you, they probably was going to draft – they're probably going to draft a quarterback anyway, Brandon. Now, if you want him to be – you know what I'm saying, yeah, then I, I, Kenny Pickett shut it down right now. I don't you know think they will, so John, they, because they, when's the last time 
how many hard. times have Pittsburgh drafted a quarterback in the first round? I'll tell you how many times in the history of their NFL. Three times. It's time right now. Terry Bradshaw, Ben Roethlisberger, Kenny Pickett. That's the only three. So they feel. I feel like, John, that they are tethered to Kenny at least through the 2024 season to see if the guy or not. For the value got you don't want to waste two years and say, well, first round pick 20th, done. I think you want to give him another leash of a year, maybe a new offense to see. And guess what? If Kenny's the fucking, if you see no improvement and he's not the guy next year, then I guess you move on from him. I thought this would be a better year for him, and it hasn't been. I don't, I don't see an aptitude. This is where I'm going to defend Tom. I don't see an aptitude. When I look at the New York Jets, that's an aptitude, Brandon. They try to blame everything on Zach Wilson. No, sir. What about Soft Gardner? Where is his performance? What does it look like from his standpoint? He's, I would say he's a home run for them, but there's some other guys. You know what I'm saying? Well, I won't say home run, but I, I give Soft mm, B minus, B plus, right? But there's some other draft picks that they brought in there, first-rounders. They ain't producing. I wish I wish the homie from the East Coast would call in. He would say, but I'm, I don't see that attitude with Tomlin, right? So, again, 17 years, they'll give him his rose. But, like, I think they give him another chance to bite it to Alvin. He's lost a lot of time, John, over the out. years. Look at the players. What, Antonio man? Brown issues. Le'Veon Bell issues. Nope. Joey, Antonio Brown Joey Porter issues. Antonio. James Harrison okay. issues. Deontay Johnson issues, Emmanuel Sanders issues, Martavis Bryant issues. John, I can go on. That I like Mike, but he doesn't hold a strong locker room. He doesn't. Yeah. And that's a Steeler fan. He doesn't hold a strong locker room. I get nervous. Who's going to get pissed off now and say something effing stupid in the press that's going to be that's going to grab headlines? John, I'll tell you this. It's happened seven straight weeks. I will tell you, for seven straight weeks, win or loss. Somebody's been pissed off or upset with the locker room or whatever that they've got. They've went outspoken about it. Don't think I forgot about Deontay Johnson going off on Mitch Trubisky and almost punching him in the face in the locker room, John. Come on. <laughs> well, when they fire uh, San Diego Chargers uh, uh, head coach, man, he can come to Pittsburgh and be the offensive coordinator. I would rather take him than Frank Wright. And that's who oh, it seems like a lot of Pittsburgh people want. I called into the sports radio show this morning. Uh, the Cook and Joe show, and I said, I'd be damned to have Frank Wright as an offensive coordinator in Pittsburgh. I said, I live here in Indianapolis as a Steeler fan, and you want to talk about going from sugar to shit, right there's the way to do it. Now, you talk about blaming Zach Wilson in the Jets fiasco. I mean, the Steelers have done the same way when they put all the blame on Matt Canada. It's just a different position. Right, sure, and some sure, actually, sure. some people have done it to Kenny Pickett, and said, "Well, we're not. He just he doesn't throw the ball. He doesn't. We don't run the. He doesn't run the right plays. He doesn't take chances. It's 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 either Matt Cannon or Kenny Pickett, but it's the same. I feel it's the same as what Zach Wilson's situation is. A little bit. They're putting the blame on it, and there's other people they take to blame. T.J. Watt said we got our ass kicked. We're blaming. We're wasting T.J. Watt's T.J. Watt's best years for a mediocre offense." Oh I'm not like I said, listen. I'm not saying it's time You're to get rid of Mike. That. I'm saying the seat needs to be warm. Mike needs to make changes, and it would it hurt to at least see what kind of value might be on the market for Tomlin to maybe get a couple more draft picks in there to see what you can do. 
that's all. That's all. Just just see what the market is. There's six or seven coaches that would probably pay Mike Tomlin more than what he's getting from Pittsburgh. Washington, the Washington Guardians. Absolutely. Whatever, whatever the hell they are called this year. <laughs> Absolutely. At some point, John, the, the 17 years is, yeah, but sometimes it's got to end. And I think we're also seeing it in New England, right? We're seeing it there that at some point it's, yeah, it's, it, it's, go. it's, it's yeah, got to go. It's ended before. Andy Reid in Philadelphia, that ended. Doug Peterson in Philadelphia, that ended. Like, these guys, yeah, it's great, but at some point, it's just like, dude, you've done all that you can do for us. Steelers won one Super Bowl in Mike Tomlin's era, his second year. Some people could say it was Bill Cowher's players. But then also, you've been to two, because you went in 2010 and lost, but you haven't won a playoff game since 2016, and I think about it like, damn, this ain't the 2019 or 2020 anymore. This ain't just four years ago. This is all, we're coming up almost on a decade since they won last won a playoff game for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm not trying to toot the horn, but this is the type of organization that you should be to won more than one playoff game in, in in seven eight years, especially if you have had a winning record, right? Man, as they keep toting it. The Detroit, the Detroit Lions got all the mojo, man. Shout out so to I'm going to say this. It, it is a full-fledged DEFCON 5. I'm calling it now. It is a full-fledged no. DEFCON 5 if they lose to a 2-10 and 10 Patriots team at home tomorrow night. Because that means the last two home games, you've lost to two 2-10 two teams. That's bad, John. If, you, if they lose tomorrow night, it's... That Thomas seat should be at least... The fire should be started on the on the show. The New England Patriots probably could hire Iowa's uh, fire offensive coordinator and be better than what they are right now, man. You can print that. <laughs> but no, nah, man, they're not losing that game. Have I, have I? Okay, let me ask you this because I'm I've talked to other people and they've said I've I've I'm being pretty rational, right? I mean, with my with my takes on the Tomlin situation and the team situation with all that. I don't I don't think I've gone crazy on it all as a crazy fan or think I'm think I'm saying rational things that this team has to do or needs to at least look at to no, work because you were absolutely a hundred percent right, John. They were too stagnant and holding on to a lot of different things, I feel like, for too long. Mm-hmm. You hit it right on the mm-hmm. right the nail right on the head. Mm-hmm. But no man, they I, I, you know they're they're gonna they, so like yeah, as far as being on an elite level, it's hard. You know what I'm saying? That division then then up I, I, but Brandon, I, I really thought I don't think they were they were in love with with Kenny Pickett last year. I just think they okay, this is okay. We're gonna this is something we can validate. This is something that we can work with. But like now with him being hurt in and out of the lineup, like it's not like he has a Joe Burrow stamp of approval. We haven't seen that. Like we you know say Joe no. Burrow's out. We already know you know say wait. So <laughs> I think they was already going to agree about with that anyway. They might even. You never know, Brandon. They might—I don't know what the money situation like from a cap standpoint, because we know that's going to expand. They might even think about bringing in a different quarterback, a veteran, somebody yeah. from somebody. I, from I don't. They, you never know. I heard from a very reliable source with with within the team through my network that that is very much the majority in that organization that they don't know if they don't believe that Kenny is the guy. 
The problem is you've got to at least go one more year on it, and it sucks because you don't have these final four or five games in the middle of a playoff hunt to find out if that's the case. But I'll tell you this. I mean, the stress is off of, for me. I mean, shit, lose it tomorrow to the Patriots. Cook, get the get the vacation papers ready uh, because we won't have to worry about Mitch Trubisky or Jason Rudolph. And I'm going to the Steelers Colts game in, in, in a week and a half from now, and I'm going to sit there and be fucking miserable uh, watching that game. But that's the opportunity for the Colts right there. I think that's a. I, I do think the Colts win this game, and that helps put Brigham. That's what gets them to the playoffs. That's what drops Pittsburgh out. You telling me the Pittsburgh Steelers mess around and finish? I don't know. Uh, it would have miserable loser streak and end up with the number six pick. You think they won't look at Penix Jr.? Both they men? won't get to him. They won't get there. Oh. If they lose out the rest of their games, um, they are still picking like uh, like twelfth. Got you, got you. If somebody asked me today, would I rather have what the Steelers are doing now with the quarterback issue, the head coach stuff, the locker room, the record that you're teetering where you're winning games different, different ways, but you're also like losing bad ones like this, or would you rather have it like Bill Belichick in the Patriots where you know, you know, you know for sure you don't have a quarterback you know for sure you're getting a very high draft pick, and you may even turn the page to a new quarterback or a new coach. They're gonna get new, this. Bill Belichick's going to experience. Hey, Bill Belichick's going to experience a Black Monday, y'all. They, they can't so, run that back. So, what would you rather? Which one would you rather? Have? It was hard to think about. I almost think if you're going to rip the Band-Aid off, rip it completely. Well, no, there's still assets on your team. There, I don't. Look, I look at the Pittsburgh. I'm excuse. I look at the. I look at the New England Patriots. Those free agents they signed two years ago, two years ago, or even three years ago, they they long in the tooth, and they got too much wear and tear on them. They have yeah. no running back, running game. They got the Dago Ewok running the running the uh, football, man. It's horrible. <laughs> so like, nah, man, they need to bottom out. You talking about somebody need to bottom out? And they, that was needs to bottom out and get some fresh blood in there, man. Tell Bill, you the general manager, find the find, find the next time Brady. There you go. Don't fine, but like um, okay. Justin Powell, the over under in the Steelers Patriots. Last I checked, it was thirty and a half. It opened at thirty three and a half. Uh, I believe the last I checked this morning, it was at thirty and a half. Which I even think that's even pushing it a little bit for this game. Yeah, thirty now. It is now thirty. So over under for an NFL game in twenty twenty three is thirty, and it's not because they got great defenses. I'll tell you that. <laughs> So, um, right. we'll, we'll, we'll see, but all right, moving on. Um, I've had my, my rant there and I'll continue that on Facebook after tomorrow night's, uh, game. I'll have a, I'll, I'm going to start going live on, uh, not on Facebook, but I'm going to start going live on Twitter and, and Instagram and stuff. Uh, recapping the shit shows that happen, um, on there, a little JB style. Um, looking John, last couple things I have NFL wise, we'll, we'll take, we'll take a couple calls. Dolphins had an easy win against the Commanders there. Uh, Chiefs lose to the Packers. Jordan Love, better than we thought. And the Chiefs still don't have any playmakers besides just Kelsey. You know what's not happening in Green Bay? There's no drama. 
There's yep. nobody dealing Absolutely. with. There's nobody arguing with the coach, even though man, come man, Fleur, Oh my God, man, he just mucked up into some winning game situations, man. But like, he ain't the greatest coach out either, man. But listen, there's no drama with the front office. ESPN ain't talking about. They kind of they kind of cracked because Jordan he had a couple bad games, man. So they were kind of questioning it, and that's how that's how the you know. And now we'll get to that. Oh my God, Brandon Reese. When we get to college football, I got a list of people. Oh my goodness, checking it twice, right? But same thing was said about they were saying Jordan Love. He had a bad couple games, man, rough spot, and they won the they won on Thanksgiving, right? They beat they beat you know saying the division rival, the division number the number one team in Detroit Lions. And they, they they call Kansas City. Kansas City is limping, y'all. Kansas City is limping, and it, it, Brandon, I still think they're gonna turn it up, but they don't have that same margin of error that they had in, in years past to 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 like you know what I'm saying juggle around with with games, one loss, you know what I'm saying win loss record. So, but they like I said, they are they just ready to get to the playoffs and, and you know what I'm saying in one piece. So, but they don't like but you're but you're right. They don't have the same level. Of, of of playmaker outside of Travis Kelsey and they don't have to, it's, it's 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 not the same or or, or defenses are kind of scheming up for them now so but no nah, man um you, you kind of like what you see out of the Green Bay Packers um they're still off they're still I'm not gonna say off the team but they're still off you know what I'm saying off by you know what I'm saying by a year or two man where you can tell, kind of take this little win streak seriously but I think <laughs> if the if the playoffs started right now they'd be one of the wild card teams. Um, give me one second. I'll have or, or they might three. be a game out. I could be Chiefs wrong. are a three seed, one game out of the two and the one. It's Miami and Baltimore nine and three. Kansas City, Jacksonville eight and four. You said you got some calls. Uh, yeah, we got Decot on. If if you're ready for uh, if you're ready for that, <laughs> it might be. It, ain't, it probably gonna be as bad as you think, man. No, but it's middle. I, do we do we still call him middleman? Because remember how he picked. He said, "Well, we're gonna lose this game, and it's all right. We don't want the best players." <laughs> and then all I've seen is nothing but praise and roll this, roll that, and I knew this, and we I knew we would do that, and I'm just like, wait, what? And, and I, I see what uh, uh, his, his his twin Reggie's been saying as well. But by the way, Reggie. I know he's down in, in down down in uh, the island somewhere, but he put a picture on today, John. He either get a, he needs to either get a larger shirt or get back in that weight room. One of the two. Uh-oh. Too many crab legs. Uh-oh. Too many crab Uh-oh. legs. Oh man! So we gotta get him on. But Decot, welcome to the show. <laughs> hey, I'm not taking this to Bruce Brand. And look, I said what I said last week. We were talking about everyone talked about Georgia was going to smash Bama. I was just going along with it. That's all I was doing, man. But what I wanted to start with, though, was the Pacers, man. Uh, and I'm telling you this, JB, yes, I'm warming up to the in-season tournament. Um, at the game the other night against the Celtics, and the way the Pacers play, other than the lack of rebounding, um, it was pretty much uh, the type of game that, that you'd want to see them play at home. Um, I, I don't like the small lineup. Uh, I don't like that at all. Um, right. I think that, that we 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 got to get Washington in there um, to to block some shots, but I'm looking forward to tomorrow night's game. I mean, obviously Vegas has already made their call. The Lakers are going to win it. We know that based off of last night's shenanigans 
But uh, but I'm, I'm glad the Pacers are showing up and they're showing out. And, and the, the 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 NBA fans across the country are gonna have an opportunity to see our boys. So you can't you can't get much better than that, man. So I'm proud of them. Proud of the way they play. Still don't like the coach. Uh, still don't like his uh, ah. his rotations. <laughs> but but I do like McConnell uh, McTryhard. He played really well against Boston. A couple of steals, a couple of buckets to kind of galvanize them in that third in that fourth quarter. So. Right. I'll admit it. I like the way he played, um, but definitely want to make sure I, I shared that. I, um, I think. Go ahead. I, 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 no, like, I like that. I I I I I had to break the in season tournament. You they somehow made they have they've made regular season games. They've added stakes, man. We we all know the stakes. The only thing I don't like I don't like is the fouling, so that you have to give a certain number. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. That's not competitive. That's not what we do here in American basketball. Keep that out. Put that back over to the – so, like, when it, when I see this get revisited, hopefully it gets revisited, like, so they can work the kinks and the quirks and all that out. Like, take that out, man. Nobody wants that. Yeah. Right? So I, 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 would agree, I would agree with that. But the very colorful floor – Did anybody like, else's head hurt, hurt last night watching that Lakers game with that court? My oh, no, man. That was, oh, come on, I man. couldn't watch Come it. on. You didn't well, yellow? Give me purple. But Jesus, yellow, it's too bright. I had to turn down the brightness. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a little too psychedelic. <laughs> but, but, but the finish up with the Pacers, uh, the, yeah. one of the reasons why I, I think that they, they played so well in that second half, the crowd was as loud as a real playoff game. And believe me, I've mm-hmm. been to a few of them over the few years. I'm going to tell you, there was a buzz in the, in the stadium. With every play, there was a lot of love. And there's Boston fans, a lot of Boston fans there, but you probably didn't hear them much on TV. I, I couldn't couldn't tell uh, or not, but we were trying to drown them out every time something would happen. So um, if, if the fans can bring it like that and help those those young guys mm-hmm. get over a hump, uh, it, I look for some good things in the second half. Well, I'm glad season, uh, with the Pacers. I'm glad that Tyrese Halliburton listened to me and Brandon's little show, man. And you know yeah. what I'm saying, and, and, and got his action and got his act together because I was I was doubting his leadership capability. Mm-hmm. I never doubted like what he could do as far as score and making other guys yeah. look bad or setting other people up. That's what, those are the things that he does. I always question his defense, man. So yeah. like the best Brandon, Brandon put a great assessment on it, man. He said the best version of him is what he kind of did, you know, what I'm saying with the triple double. Not he don't have to necessarily get a triple double every night, you know, what I'm saying, but like. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, passing and, you know what I'm saying, getting a steal here and definitely scoring, keeping it under 25, man. That's that's the best version of Tyree Halliburton. Um, yeah, yeah, I like that uh, too. I like that too for sure. He, he looked um, engaged. You know, he looked engaged. They have to go They have to go small, man, because they, they – they, but, but, but to kind of give you a pushback, man, they have to kind of go small, man. They have too many guys shooting guards, right, between – Mather and, and and Buddy Hill, they have to kind of go smaller. That, those are their best players. Well, I'm with you. But guards don't necessarily have a national nose, a natural nose for rebounding. So you, you kind of got to need, um, you know, for help for that. Uh, Miles Turner, those past couple nights has looked has looked good to 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 like I'm going to say like all star level, but like to you know say I, I just want I just want to say Miles has been. Inconsistent, and that's what we like. That's what we want from our Turner to just be good. Um, and you know, what I'm saying just to be but a like, balance. You know, just to be a balance. House guy. money, house money against the Bucks in Las Vegas, man. That's how I look at it. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens for sure. But I know you. The show's a little short tonight, 
But with regard to the committee and that Sunday deal, the reason I was clowning about that, man, we got people talking conspiracy. You know, they're going to do everything they can to get Bama in and all this stuff. And you, you see, you should see oh, some of the mess. That's wait being a minute, said. Got, that's, it is a conspiracy. Oh no, no, no! It's a conspiracy. Hey, I said they deserved to get in. I said that on Sunday yeah, night. So that's, that's why they're so, 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 voice, so vocal, man. It's a conspiracy man. to get to, to flatline the ACC. That's think about this. Think about this, and, and I'll tell you this, right? And we and we talked about it last. I think it was Sunday evening. The ACC did it to themselves, man. Them, the Big Ten, and Pac-12. You you create your lead, your alliance, and you because you're mad at the the most powerful uh-huh. commissioner the in big, college sports, uh-uh. Sanky. Right. You well, know, no. You're, you're everybody, everybody wanted, everybody wanted leverage, and everybody wanted to seize the table and, and, and or a say but, but, in but how it has to tip it as it determined. But you, but you get what you bring to the table, though, man. You you don't get you can't just say I'm the ACC. I'm going to do this. No, you you don't have that pedigree. You don't. And 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 they I don't. Show I don't. I think they that. got. Well, they don't. They don't. They don't. I, well, we're talking CFP. We're talking CFP, right? And and they don't have that pedigree because it shows. Because this year, if they would have had that pedigree, you wouldn't have had a Florida State team that's undefeated not in the playoffs. No, they okay. You know what? The audacity of all this, the audacity of all this, like we we've seen the Heisman, the Heisman people up there, it's Pennis Junior and and, and so on and so forth. The kid, he should be up there too. He should be up there too. Oh, Jay Daniels winning it. Yeah, I think Jay Daniels wins. I want, I want. Yeah, but George Harris should be up there too because you telling me. Uh, one person, one person stops the whole team from that. That's 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 baloney. He should right. be a high right. candidate. Exactly. Someone said that on SEC Network too, or no, maybe ESPN. Said if you're going to take them out of the playoffs because of one guy, he should be the runaway winner for the Heisman Trophy. <laughs> he you know, um, I mean, he's a, he's a dynamic player. Don't get me wrong, but but the but it, the, the challenge is this. Uh, next season, we we everybody's not everybody. So many people saying, "Well, it'll be different next year. It won't be as bad." No, we're yeah, not. Will. Think about college basketball. They got sixty-eight, <laughs> and they still got sixty-nine, seventy, and seventy-one complaining. It's going to be that. Way. Let me let me ask you guys this. Um, and I and I said on Sunday, and you can play back the show. I said I thought Alabama deserved to get in. Um, my question is, you win. You got a two-time back-to-back national champion Georgia team who only lost one game in three what three years to Alabama they drop all the way to six typically when a one team or so loses to a team like something like that they drop but they don't drop that far because if they drop that far typically it's because well they that team wasn't expected to win or there wasn't a chance for that team to win they had no chance so Dropping the six made no sense to me for them, well, especially I, with how good Bama is. It didn't make sense to me. I, I think the committee said this. When Bama, when Bama beat, beat Georgia, that really messed things up. Because I, I, it was, I was on the SEC network and they were talking about <laughs> it, and, I, and they agreed with me. I said, they said that if Bama had lost, Texas would have not made it. Florida State would have been in Texas' spot and Georgia would have been there. I can believe that. Because you, you, you keeping Ooh, keeping is, Texas out, keeping Texas out after beating Alabama and Brian Denny, now that would have been World War Three, right? So um, Bama messed it all up by winning. That's you know, what I'm hearing. Um, That's what I'm trying to tell you. 
They don't. They're not going to yeah, respect the Big Twelve either. They're not going to respect John, the Big Twelve. John, your boy. You see your boy Ron DeSantis. He try. He's going to sue. It's too late. Yeah, that's, that's what it was. It's, it's too late. Yeah, go that's, ahead. That's, man. But that's where, yeah, but that's, that's the funny that's, part where the conspiracy is that well, DeSantis is at it with with Disney and ESPN. No, it's too late. And uh, no, he, Disney and ESPN in. love Alabama and the SEC. Let's get the nah, them in and get the ACC out. <laughs> no, nah, they, they they Disney owns the ACC, but like no, um, which no the, the the other part of that man is that ACC always has dealings with ESPN as well, it's like through like sixty million dollars a year, man. So like no, DeSantis dumbass. Sorry, Ron, if you're listening, <laughs> like you should have got in front of this. I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't have no political in, in anything, man. I'm an unregistered black person. That's it. But DeSantis waited too long. You should have got in front of this. Like any type of, if I'm a, if I am a governor of a state that has a number one college, I'm telling you, the governor, the governor, Brandon Reeves, I'm telling, I'm telling you, the governor of Nebraska should know what the hell's going on with Nebraska. I'm being and, real, you know, and, and they didn't know. So, so they, this is what you have. This, this is what you have, and it's right. unfortunate. The governor uh, of Florida. How many how, how many schools man they go crazy in, in football for football in Florida? How many schools Florida Florida State the governor of Florida, the mayor too whoever does it, they should you should know what the heck is going on because your pro because your we're city, talking about politics and sport or, or we're picking a team to be in a play. I, I, come on now, <laughs> okay. But the, so right. like the stadium, uh, uh-uh, all these things collide because when you talk about viewership and you talk about where the stadium's gonna play. All these things, it goes through the governments and through ownership and through the networks. Sorry, Brandon, if you just thought everybody's not involved in this, they are. He didn't wait. He waited too late. So like him putting paperwork on you. there, this doesn't go happen. This Let me give you this: happen. the committee that when they voted, and I know it's going to change next year because it'll be twelve teams, and somebody will still bitch about the thirteenth team. When the committee votes, do you realize that they? have a silent vote, and nobody knows who votes for what? How dumb is that when you have a committee? Shouldn't you all be in at least majority agreement on what your top four would be and not a silent vote? That's the dumbest thing I've heard for a committee. Man, yeah, I don't I don't know. I'll, I do know that I, next year probably one ACC team and one Big 12 team, and all of the field will be Big, Big 10 and SEC teams. Yep. That, that's what yeah, it is. Yeah, that's crazy. But we'll have good conversation um, next Wednesday. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll warm up a little bit. But again, so I appreciate you know being being on here, you know, chopping up a little bit. But I'll I'll definitely keep on listening to the show. And uh, Brandon, it's gonna be okay, man. It's gonna be okay. It's Steeler Nation. Let's ride. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay, man. <laughs> go, go Pacers. All right, you guys be safe, man. <laughs> All right, that's our guy, Decot. Um, yeah, Pacers. Uh, and I'll say it again. And, John, I think you pulled the radio clip, or you pulled the clip maybe. I don't remember on this one. I think you did. The best version of Tyrese Halliburton that the Pacers need, what we need, is the 25-14-8 guy. He needs to have 14 assists, 13-14 assists. He only needs to be about that 22 to 24, 25 points a game. And the Pacers have a more likely chance of winning. If he scored in the upper 30s, if he scored in the 40s, something's <laughs> wrong. We are not winning those games. Tyrese needs to find his role within that, and um, and I think the sky is the limit for Indiana. Um, they've got a tough got one. That's 
tomorrow night. They got to take on Milwaukee. Dame Lillard and 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 Giannis, and I know we beat the Bucks earlier this year, but that also was without Dame time. Um, so we'll see tomorrow. I believe John, when I looked at the spread the last start. night, huh? Mm-hmm. The five o'clock start. It's a five o'clock start. Man, double check me, man. I'm pretty sure it's a five o'clock start. Man. Five o'clock Eastern. What the hell? That means it's a <laughs> two o'clock start out there. Man, that makes zero sense. Man, you know they got a plenty of traffic out there for that. So they have a two a two o'clock game and a six o'clock game. It's gonna be crazy, uh, dude. I'll be I, I, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be leaving work as this game starts. Good lord! But the uh, the spreads for the games, John, and it's funny. Uh, LeBron had a quote 20 minutes ago that says, uh, uh, "I hope to be able to bring my my franchise here uh, to to play here in Vegas here soon." Owner LeBron. So spreads for tomorrow. Bucks are favored by four and a half, and the Lakers favored by two over the Pelicans. Hey man, the Bucks. This is what I'll say, man. The Bucks this year versus the years past, they are not defensively the same team. They're they're damn near like another version of the Pacers. They just want they all they have been. They, but that's that's not Gian, in Giannis' DNA. He's He's, that's why they they they're not off to a, like a great winning like they, how they have in the, in the in years past. They're still trying to figure out some of the you know saying when is when is when is it game time and when is, when is Giannis you know Giannis likes to wind it up and go you know what I'm saying coast to coast like how many times uh, they've won some great games they they got stunned by Chicago that was crazy a couple couple of days ago Caruso hit that miracle uh, but like no nah, man, um, this is another like man gut check for the Pacers, man. They you're right. They, a couple weeks ago it was amazing. Uh, they 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 weathered uh, a big Giannis, a big Giannis, and they and they came out with, with a win, man. Can't do, repeat with that same energy, man. And I hope I hope you know what I'm saying you take put your fandom back into it, man. I hope Obi Toppin and some of these other free agents that they have out here go crazy, man, because they basically kind of auditioning either to get a contract with the Pacers or get a contract with with another team, man. And, like, that that, that, that keeps the team hungry. And you got, like I said, the, the Tyrese Halliburton in the mix. And, like, you know what I'm saying, Brandon, you got to stop hating on Mather. You got to stop hating on Mather. They're they going to get him, and, and they ain't going to, you know what I'm saying, he's going he's gonna to be a contributor factor, man. But, like, no, nah, man, the Pacers, the Pacers playing against the Bucks tomorrow, man, is it, it, huge, man. John, the uh... – the Detroit Pistons haven't won a game oh. since October 28th, before Halloween. They don't want to party, coach either, man. They've lost they 17 they straight. They're two and 18. They need they need to make a change. Those players that they have are good players. You know what I mean? Whether it's Kay Cunningham, uh, the Sasser kid from out of Houston. You know what I'm saying? The homie from Purdue, right? You know what I mean? Brandon, I think some of those players are the same kind of guy, though, aren't they? Ball dominant, you know what I'm saying, uh, combo, shooting guard, point guard. So, uh-huh. um, they're not listening to Monty Williams effectively, you know what I mean? Uh, I, I think a trade is coming down the pipeline, but, like, what to that, what the extent? I've heard, like, Chicago, Chicago's in serious talks with a lot of teams to move Zach Levine's contract. There's been talks about Zach Levine coming. You know I, I see Zach like, Levine. They do stupid. They do silly trades like that. Remember when they brought in, they absorbed uh, Blake Griffin. They had Blake Griffin yep. like for three years, and it was like, what the hell? 
they, I mean, they do it. They're they're bringing a Zach Levine just to joke the team and get and and try to get the right kind of players together, man. But there's a there's a trade on the horizon. So uh, our, our good homie from you know what I'm saying from Purdue from up the way, man. I, there, there's no I haven't heard nothing spoiler like man. So don't say, hey man, Johnson said that they trade. No man, but there, there's definitely some trade wins coming uh, in Detroit, man. Because that 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 owner's this. He's new. He's new. He's new to that. That team, as far as being an owner, man, and um, he, you know, what I'm saying he waited and, and, he, and he paid damn near double what Monty Williams wanted, and boom, they got him. But like, just, he didn't want to be losing, so there's probably gonna be a trade hey, coming down the pipeline. Let me ask you this: um, Yeah, yeah. San Antonio Spurs, they've lost. Uh, they can lose fourteen man. in a row. They've lost fourteen in a row. They're three and sixteen with Wimby. Did we? I, I didn't see them being this bad. This year, I really didn't. Uh, you gotta remember, man. This kid is only like eighteen, right? He ain't. Too, I mean, I get it. He's playing professional basketball in other, you know, saying uh, in the Euro League. But granted, <laughs> they really don't have. Where's their David Robson at? You know, what I'm saying they don't really have a mature. You know, what I'm saying uh, uh, other than you know Popovich, there's no other. There's no other level of maturity on their on their. There's a lot of young players that they have two, three, four year players. Still trying to find, you know what I'm saying, their position in the league. Um, they don't really necessarily – they have good players. They don't have anybody special outside of Wimbiana. So, I think they're fine with kind of like losing. And and they'll end up with, you know what I'm saying, Boozer's kid like probably like another few years or stuff. Like, nah, man. Um, yeah. Wimby – and I just don't hope to get to the point where they, they start talking about shutting him down. You know what I mean? Um. The Golden State Warriors, John, nine and eleven, eleventh in the West. They do not look like the old Warriors team that we've seen in the past. I feel like, and it's shown that Andrew Wiggins has taken a step back. Clay Thompson has taken a step back. Draymond has taken a step back, except for when he's ready to fight people. Paul George called finally playoff P called ball game the other night, and they when they beat him. Um, would you rather? In a seven-game series right now, would you rather have the Clippers of how they're doing or would you rather have the Warriors of how they're doing in a seven-game series right now? And what do the Warriors need to do? Uh, There was several, like, uh, I won't necessarily say some infighting, but some finger-pointing. That team got some finger-pointing around it, Brandon. I don't think people like to talk about that. And I know Jordan Poole, you can kind of see Jordan Poole, like, like the outside of the Warriors. I kind of watched some of his highlights. He's a toy, man, he's, oh, my gosh, dude. They gave the wrong person the green light. He's, <laughs> dude, he's, he's like that guy. To That's not even green. That's like purple. Man, he's got, man, that, man. I can see why, I now, you're just terrible like you're saying that. You can see why J. Ryan Green hit him. Like, dude, we trying to win the game. You trying to shoot a 50-footer on purpose? You know what I'm saying? So, but, like, that team, though, that he left, Go State, they have a lot of finger points. Brandon, nobody ever points the finger at Steph. Nope. Nobody ever points the finger. Well, Draymond says point the fingers at me because he wants that. But nobody ever points the finger at Steph. They just say, oh, you know, Steph is just the greatest point guard of all time. Oh, Steph is. So, um, Clay has been somewhat of a shadow of Steph. I get that. I'm saying Steph. I'm saying, I'm saying at some point, Chef, Steph. He gonna have to step up, pull everything together. Tell, hey man, get your, tell Draymond, hey man, 
we try to win one more time. Or and then have a conversation with his his splash brother. The organization will never trade. That's not going to happen, Brandon. They're going to never trade Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson in his mind because he's you know saying plus thirty. He wants the you know saying the James Harden money. He's like that James Harden is a fool, and y'all keep on paying him thirty million dollars. I'm half. I'm I'm a shell of myself, but y'all can give me thirty million dollars. But the Golden State Warriors like, nah, man, we can't do that. So he's still a little pissy. And he had a he had a, like a three game flash where he was back to his old self, and then even though the team wasn't winning, you know, so he was back to his old self. But that team got a lot of finger pointing. They got to stop pointing fingers. They got to stop pointing point fingers and be the team that they say they can do. They need to be the team that has young developmental players like Moody and Wiggins and get those guys, you know, say acclimated to being the next Golden State Warriors and then the, you know, since lead their team. I expect it to happen though, Brandon. Not overnight, you know, saying that, you know, saying, but I expect the leader. Steph Curry to step up, man, and, and go crazy. He might have to do a 45-point game. He might have to put up a 50 burger. But he's going to have to get the team going in the positive direction. And right now they sub 500. That's not that's not the best version of them. Uh, this, you know, and we know Draymond Green's going to run his mouth, but and so they're fine with that. But, you know what I'm saying, we got to shut – you know, it ain't shut up and dribble. It's like shut up and play so that we can be successful. And I think that those things are going to happen. But are, I don't are think you they, in there's, the... no mega, there's no mega trade that they're going to do anything. Like, they're not trading nobody. Are you in the same boat as me that you – they have a few good pieces, but I don't think it's going to play out how it's looking right now with a 15-4 and four Minnesota Timberwolves. With Cat, Gobert, who I think's the – I Gobert I put up with there with Zach Levine of just players I can't stand. Um, oh, man, so between I'm those two, and you've got <laughs> Ant, um, but I, I just don't see it. Continuing on with the, the yes, yeah, I, yeah, he's uh, Anthony Edwards is man. A lot of people got a lot of high praise for him, Brandon. They're they saying like athletic, like Michael Jordan, and they, and they they're, they're thinking that at you know saying when he he probably kind of hits his peak, man, like he will be the thing that's unstoppable. I know you're saying like right now, right now they can't break up that team, like they're winning. No. Um, so you, you kind of just tip your hat to it. Can they sustain it? They gotta. I think you just ride it out. You guys, yeah, you gotta ride out, man. Because cat, that's the that's the one dude. That, that's the one. That's he's the most inconsistent. Uh, and and, our, and right now, I don't have the numbers in front of me. Right, right now, man, he's like he's on his all star path. So yeah, uh, I, I, like, Ruck, I like what the, I, like, I like what Orlando's doing too. College basketball world, uh, Rutgers, John. Rutgers, Scarlet Knights, Jim Valvano, Jimmy V. Uh, the Rutgers, Dylan Harper, the number two prospect next year in 2024 class, has committed to go to Rutgers and play. Um, he joins a recruiting class that already includes uh, Arias Ace Bailey, who's ranked number three in the ESPN Top 100. Um, thing, Rutgers is starting to put some pieces together, man. They got this guy, and he was picked – over a final list of Duke, Kansas, Indiana, and Auburn, and he decided Uh-oh. Rutgers. Damn, on that East Coast. He must be an East Coast kid, man. Uh, He's I a younger Rutgers. brother of former Rutgers star Ron Harper Jr., who obviously played for Rutgers himself. Oh, okay. Right, right, right. So, and I think he's on Toronto, Toronto uh, Raptors G League team. 
or something like that, man. So, yeah. but no, man. Uh, and Rutgers is always they always the ones uh, I feel like stealing wins from IU and or Wisconsin, right? Um, the good thing about big college basketball, man, I know Arizona's number one, and I know like a couple of episodes we were we were we were praising uh, Arizona when they weren't number one. Uh, I know I know people was like, man, y'all danced around uh, Purdue. Purdue took a loss. Bad loss, yep. you know what I'm saying? It was, Bad loss. Well, and they lost right. Northwestern before there, so it's yeah. – um, it's Get about it out, man. Get it out. Hey, man, they're going on the street. They went on another street. Iowa, I thought I was going to be about something this year, man. They, they curved on Iowa. The woodshed. Yeah, they crushed on Iowa, man. So, um, I think Impressive win for IU last night at Michigan, I thought. A very impressive win for Woodson and the boys. On the road. On the road, but is Michigan really – like, man, both the Michigan programs are down right now, man. Michigan, Michigan State uh, are, are both down. They both took a loss. Yeah, last Michigan night. Um, State four and four right now on the season. The kid, the the weird kid for IU, uh, you know, what I'm saying seems like you know, what I'm a pretty good big man prospect package. You know, what I'm saying got a lot of some seemingly hustling. You know, what I'm saying uh, definitely finished at the rib. Definitely is a rim, a rim protector. Uh, I think they're better without that point guard. They looked better last night without him than with him. Yeah, without him, without because he play, sometimes plays out of control. Yep. Right. Absolutely. So um, they still can't. You know, what I'm saying they, you know, they pass the ball around a little bit better without him, man. But it's like the outside shooting, man. God bless America, Brandon. They, if they could ever hit a three. This a is a big game for for Indiana this week. Um, this is a big game because they take on Auburn. Um, in the holiday mm-hmm. hoops giving, it's in it's played in Atlanta, so it's a neutral site. They need this win. Uh, Auburn's not the greatest team. They're five and two. No, no. For Indiana's right. resume, they need this win because right now it's just the, the 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 game against Louisville that you have the win. That's neutral site or road slash road. So in Louisville's bad, so you kind of need this Auburn one. They got some great news today for next Saturday. They take on Kansas, and Hunter Dickinson's going to be suspended. He suspended three games for some kind of fragrant foul that he had the other night. Uh, Kansas, at about hours ago, suspended Hunter Dickinson for three games, including the IU game. Hoosiers, you might you might get that one, because I didn't have them winning that one. Kansas looks darn good. Kentucky looks real good, y'all. And I ain't, I don't really give Calipari no type of praise, but <laughs> – He's got some. He got some guards down there. He, well, you know, he he always gives you know, rotates the dogs all Americans in and out, man. Right, but like, man, he, they're they're listening. This ain't the year that he needed. You know, what I'm saying John, John, this, John they, I like to tell you, they had a bad loss. They lost the other night. They had a bad loss at home. They lost to UNC Wilmington. Hey man, you know how they are, man. But he got them going, man. They they they're getting the SEC play. It'll be. Undefeated. Uh, UConn and North Carolina had a big game the other night. UConn uh, got the dub in that one. They they had a big, huge second half in that game. Um, so UConn is starting to show flex their muscles a little bit. Your your rankings are Arizona, Kansas, Houston, Purdue, and UConn as your top five. Um, Baylor's riding up there at number six. Um, Marquette was the the first team with two losses at eight. But, um, yeah, John, I just think, uh, you know, I don't think anybody's going to go into undefeated. Like you said, I'm glad Purdue got the loss out of the way because it's probably not going to be their only one. Um, 
but they always have a little shop of horrors up there in Evanston for some reason. So it did not shock me. I actually put money on Northwestern in the game on that Friday night because I just I I've seen the shit that's happened up there. So um, mm-hmm. it did not shock me. They almost pulled it off in overtime, which was wild. Um, I think I was texting you late at night that night <laughs> about it. But um, yeah, so Arizona, Kansas. And, and two weeks on the 16th, John, uh, the day that I'm going to the Steelers-Colts game, we've got number one Arizona taking on number four Purdue uh, down here at Gamebridge, which is also the same day of Kansas-IU. So big games all around um, coming up with college basketball um, in a couple weeks. we got a few non-conference games left, and then we dive right back into the conference season with Big Ten um, and, and such around the league. So we'll we'll see what happens. Like I said, last night I thought IU had a tremendous win on the road at Michigan, so kudos to them. Um, Anytime you can win on the road in the Big Ten uh, helps your team, helps with momentum. Um, I'm not saying the Maryland – I don't think Maryland and Michigan are tournament teams this year. I really don't. But you won the games that you needed to win. You won against Maryland in convincing fashion. You had a hell of a road win at Michigan. They both ain't going to be tournament teams, but – Kudos, big wins there, and he didn't come out laying an egg. Especially how everybody kind of, we all kind of thought IU was going to go into this, um, how they right. kind of started rough this season, early season. But now, look at the Hoosiers are sitting there at um, sitting there at a uh, uh, um, seven and one, two and zero oh in the conference. Yeah. So we'll see. Right. Um, yeah, D says I need CJ Gunn to get some get some run. Um, you know, he uh, he he went to Christian Academy with his son. Um, Gunn played well last night, I thought, with the action that he did get. Um, and I don't know if he just got it with 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 X being out, but um, you got to think that's at least going to earn him a little bit of more playing time. Um, I thought Galloway, Trey Galloway, didn't play very well last night at all. Um, Cup did. I didn't think Cup played very well, but your bigs finally stepped up a little bit. And, uh, right. and play like the Hoosiers needed. So, uh, Boilermakers wise, yeah, they've got uh, they beat Iowa, curb stomped them. They take on Alabama up in Toronto this Saturday. Um, the Big Crazy. Maple going back home up to Toronto. Uh, Zach Eady. So they got Alabama this Saturday, and then the following Saturday they got number one Arizona. So the 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 murderers row of games continues uh, for Boilermakers before they uh, finish off with Jacksonville and Eastern Kentucky. And then get back into the Big Ten, uh, back into the Big Ten slate. So yeah, all these, um, all these I, I do believe college basketball. All these games still gonna still matter, man, because they ain't got no CFP bullcrap. <laughs> they got they, yeah. you know, they college, you know, what I'm saying they got their own bullcrap, man. But look at these resumes, man. Look who IU has beat. Look at Purdue. Look at who Purdue is, is facing and who they be already beaten, man. Like these, you know, I get it, man. Everybody kind of snicker. We did too. They beat IU, beat Harvard. But like if they, if you don't, if you lose that game. You know what I'm saying? That pulls you into a into a different pool of like, you know what I'm saying, from being like, like a fourth seed to like up in the playing game. It's like, yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? Hoops hoops are staring as as football kind of wanes away, man, yeah, we'll be losing our minds uh, with hoops are staring around here. Yep. For sure. John, if you want to uh wrap us up, my man, thank our sponsors, uh that we well, man, have it, it, right. wrap- Absolutely, man. It's, it's been a great show, man, tonight, man. I want to thank everybody who kind of chimed in on the live Facebook broadcast, man. If you ain't, if you listen to my voice and you haven't done so, man, follow us on Facebook, Crossroads Sports, and all the little 
zaniness and all the little, you know what I'm saying, debates and art. We don't really argue on Facebook anymore. We're, we're you know, this is an adult show, man. We, but, you know, so we do have, you know what I'm saying, debates and whatnot and people, different perspectives, man. So, yeah, follow us on Facebook. And like I said, the show, the broadcast is live. Uh, you can interact with me and Brandon and some of the other folks kind of tap in, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and if we didn't tap in and talk about your team, man, then you know that there's your opportunity to do so, man. Um, I want to thank our, our sponsor, Scott K. Nickel State Farm Insurance. I want to thank our sponsor, Mavericks Custom Motorsports. How could we do show without them? Uh, and this and this holiday time, man, give the gift of giving. Man, check out our sponsor, man. Give the gift of insurance, man. I said it. You check out our other sponsor. Uh, and like I said, Scott Kinnison, check out our other sponsor, Mavericks Motorsports, man. Give the gift of 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 of, 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 of enhancing your vehicle, man. They got all types of stuff, man. So other than that, man, I know we kind of. You know, saying running around the world, man. Yeah, I, I, Brandon, before we go, I know Shohei Atani is out here. You know, saying uh, visiting with teams, man. He don't want nobody knowing where he's went. Uh, so, you know, saying uh, who he's visited with, man. So, but there's that for for a baseball uh, kind of topic, man. Outside of that, man, we'll be back bigger and better ever next week. Continue to follow the story. On, on Instagram, Twitter, follow us on Crossroads Sports at, at those locations. You can follow me on Three Foolish Men as well. Follow Brandon Reeves, man. He's got a bunch of sports betting stuff for you as well, man. And the, and the, and the folks at football, from football at Temple, they love Brandon Reeves, y'all, <laughs> as well. So yeah. uh, outside of that, man, we'll be back next week. Bigger better than ever, man. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for listening to the Crossroads Sports Radio Show. You can find more episodes on iTunes and the Google Play Store. Be sure to like and subscribe for more Crossroads Sports content. Make your business stand out in the best way with signage from Image360. Image360 combines the latest production technology, materials, and years of expertise to deliver you the best visual resources for your brand. From storefront signs to vehicle graphics and more. Learn more and get a quote today at image360signs.com. That's image, the number 360, signs.com. Image360, your expert source for comprehensive custom signage and graphic solutions. When you stay at a Verbo vacation home, the host doesn't stay with you. So when you share an inside joke, sunscreen, or couch, it will only be with people you want to be there. Because without privacy in your vacation home, it isn't really a vacation, is it? Only whole vacation homes, always private. Book on the Verbo app.